Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome in to another episode of Pin a Deep, Miles. We uh, lost and went down to the dogs by 10 points. So I thought it was a much better effort. I just want to start, though, very quickly before we get to football. This is extremely strange. Me and you in the same city of Lexington, but having to do it from different houses. It's a little uh, bit different. I miss you a little bit. I, I like when we sit on the couch next to each other. We can have a little cuddle and, you know, share a couple of drinks or something like that. I, this is very strange for me. Yeah, I like the physical touch. That's probably my love language. You provide that for me better than anyone. Um, it is strange not being physically with you, but I guess the phone will work for now. And surely we'll link up and do something after this, hopefully. Yeah, we'll watch the late night games. Now, the game we are concerned with, the Georgia Bulldogs game, Miles. I'll start with a five-minute little thing, spiel here, or a couple minutes, and then I'll get your thoughts, overall theme, and then we'll get to some of the key key plays and stats. But I think if we're being fair and we go off what our speech was last last week after the Vandy game, then we've got to be pretty happy with what we saw yesterday. Like we said, when you play terribly, then you deserve all the criticism in the world. And when you play well and you play with effort, you deserve all the pats on the back. And we said last week it starts with leadership. I thought Will yesterday, now he had a key mistake, he threw a turnover, but I thought his effort, I mean, we saw him running again. And he's clearly thought, well, you know, if I've got to get this team across the line, then I'm going to run. I'm going to go back to doing it. I don't care how hurt I am. I'm going to run through it. And I, I thought that sets the, tone. It sets the tone for the whole game. It sets the tone for everyone on the team that no matter what, we have to get this done. Um, I thought our effort was much, much better. Obviously, defensively, we're just still absolute studs. I mean, Brad White is a, is a mastermind. We went up against probably the best physical O-line in the country, and they could barely do anything against us, keeping them to 16 points, only one touchdown. I thought it was an inspired effort, Miles, but... I just want to reiterate, I think when we play with that effort, we still went down. We want to win every single game. But when we play with that kind of effort, you can walk away as a fan and be like, that's that's what I wanted to say. We were competitive. I don't think anyone expected us to win. What were 22-point dogs? The chances were obviously pretty low. But again, like it's 16-6. You would think that the offense was terrible. I thought we moved the ball well the whole game. You could see some life. You could see some players actually having some pride. I don't think you saw it against Vandy. I don't think you saw it against Tennessee, but this week you did see some pride in the guys. So I want to yeah get your thoughts a little bit on the offense. I thought the first half, we only had three possessions. So, and are we, are we turned it over once on downs. We threw an interception when we looked like we we're about to score. And then we did go three and out to end it and had to punt. But I thought our first two drives looked really, really good. Will made a crucial mistake, which hurts. Um, we obviously went for it on fourth and one, which I loved. I mean, I think we're on the 31-yard line or something like that. We went for it. I thought that was a great decision. Um, obviously, there's not too many times teams stop Chris, and they were able to stop him that time. But I thought our offense looked really good. We just had limited possessions. And then in the second half, obviously, we scored the touchdown. We start airing the ball out. Barry and Brown looks like a new man. He looked like re- rejuvenated. I don't know what kind of drink or – 
substance they were giving him during the week to get him going. But he was back. He had 10 receptions, 145 yards or something crazy like that. He was he was a star. So I thought, I'm like you, I thought our offense looked good. We still made crucial mistakes. We'll get to the missed kick. Unfortunately, that seems to be a constant theme on this show. But we'll get to that. But, Miles, yeah, I thought we did look much, much better. Brown's game would be one of those. If he was in the NFL, he'd definitely be on the random drug screening this week. <laughs> It'd be uh, just wait, just something's just a coincidence. But yeah, you've been added to the list this week for some reason. Yeah, um, whatever. No, Marion played really, really, really well. Obviously, there was some chatter that he'll be back as well. Um, kind of squashing any rumors of him leaving. I think that's big for the future. But it seemed like yesterday we said we've got nothing to lose. It's the number one team in the country. Let's just play our best game and let's throw everything we can at him and just see what happens one on one, even two on one. Sometimes Barron had to catch late with two people on him. It just seemed like we had some. What's the right word for it? inspired effort i'll put it that way but it yeah. seemed like we actually came out yesterday and instead of just playing scared we were much more aggressive for the first time this season and when you play with that kind of effort i think it was typified by we lose horsey before the game even starts we're already bad enough as it is on the o-line we've you know banged up we clearly don't have the depth we lose him before the game starts it just did not look like it was going to be a very good sign but again play with effort play with some conviction and our line looked great. I mean, I didn't see them get to us too much. Obviously, they stopped us a couple of times on a few runs, but that's always going to happen. They're the best defense in the country. I thought we were able to move the ball, run the ball on them pretty well. And I was very, very happy with our offensive line yesterday, Miles. Matt Stuffy as special teams coach. That is the comment. <laughs> special teams um, coach. All right. Well, let's get to it then, Miles. And then we'll get to some other points. But we may as well just cover it very quickly. And I'm sick of talking about it. But... I think the time has come for myself, first and foremost, because I've been the biggest advocate. We're going to have to get a special teams coordinator. Like, regardless of whether you think it works, doesn't work. I like Louie. I think he's great. And I think our scheme of that is great. But it's come to the time where eventually, if you just don't get the results and they don't get it done, whether we have a guy or not, whether they make Louie the special teams coordinator, I'm not sure. I don't think that that would be the right move, but we're going to have to get a coordinator. You're going to have to do something. Uh, I would say, and I'd, like you're saying, it's not even as much. I don't think it needs to be the scheme change or anything like that. You need better operation, better players in positions, and you're going to have to do it just to save the face because Stoops can't have another year like this next year and not have made a move in the offseason to at least try to address it. Yeah. And and we're going to have two new people next year. Yeah, Wilsonberry obviously returns. He's played the last game um, after after Collins' injury, but he's relatively new. And then we're going to have a new kicker. Um, so because Ruffalo's finished up, so it's going to be super important, I think, to not only one have a coach that knows scheme well, but I, I would like to see us try and get after someone that can maybe keep, teach a little bit punting, kicking, and on the sports psychology side of things as well. We heard Mark Stoops say after the game, and he. I knew this was going to happen, Miles. He brought the golf analogies back. The golf analogies for special teams were back. He said, if I miss a three-foot putt, uh, that next time I'm over that three-foot putt, I feel very, very nervous. I could imagine he'd be the type that if he missed the second three-foot putt, he would never be putting again because the putter would be in the middle of the lake that was nearby because I could imagine he would not be a very uh, calm golfer. But the golf analogies were back. I loved it. But he said, it, it, and he's right, it gets in your head after a little while, and I think that's what's happening with Ruffalo. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's pretty clear to me, Ruffalo's, it's a, it's a mental game now. Not that it usually isn't, but 
his confidence is not uh, not up to standard. Um, I don't think you replace him this late in the year. I think it's too late for that. But obviously, he's not uh, he's not feeling good. I'm good to it's good to know that the golf is back though. He used to always just say in the practice, just bring the driver out, just bring just a nice clean smooth bring the driver out i don't know if he had any other club in his bag it sounds like he's got the driver and the putter and that's all he's got <laughs> i can imagine that's all he has someone asked here am jordan williams says max how good is the boyle county kid um look i think he's obviously needs some work uh, you can't tell me that ruffalo could have the year that he's had and if we had any option to back up that was up to standard that we wouldn't have at least given them a shot um, so clearly he's behind Ruffalo. Um, Chance Paul's also behind Ruffalo. They, I guess, haven't they, now. I'm not at every practice. I'm not at any practices, but clearly they haven't been up to the standard um, that they need to be. Otherwise, I would, I'd have thought they'd be out there, Miles. What do, what do you see in the kicking game for next year? Do you think we have to go find someone? Is Jackson Smith going to be the answer? I'm with you. I haven't been enough practices to actually see him kick, so I'm not going to go onto that. But. It, does concern me that there has been no look to even maybe go to him this year. It seems like that would be an easy fix to at least get the fan base kind of back on Stoops' side of I'm trying all I can. So Ruffalo must clearly be doing better than Chance and him in practice. Um, I almost think you've kind of got to go transfer portal maybe and try to – because it seems like the Jackson kid, Smith, will get there eventually. He just needs some time to develop. So maybe fix it with a one-year transfer portal next year, help him develop, and then Jackson could take over after that's that. Actually, that's actually one part of the transfer portal that probably no one ever even thinks about, is you can go to the transfer portal and get a really good kicker that either plays like group of five or even if he plays division two. Same for punting. You can go get some studs that have proven themselves at a college football level I never even really thought of that, to be honest. I never really thought. Obviously, we lost Grant McInnes to the transfer portal, ended up going to Missouri and starting. So maybe maybe the transfer portal, a bit of NIL money, might have to go to, the, go to some specialists next year, Miles. What do you think? Do you think we have any chance of getting some money? Uh, I don't know about how much money that would be, but it is. I mean, in, to me, kicking, I hope this – I say this and it's not false next year, but it is one of the positions you can pretty easily translate if they're going to be good or not. Um, it, I don't think you'd be taking a huge risk on a kicker that may or may not pin out. If somebody's been somewhere for four years at a group of five and they've done really well and they just want to step up to the bigger stage, you could definitely go get somebody and be pretty confident that short of injury, that's positions in a good spot for a year. Um, our head coach, just re-signed Miles at contract extension again. I think we've got him to like 2075 at this stage. Um, he clearly thinks he's never going to die. He got the 100000 uh, on top of what Calipari gets, which is interesting. I want to get you thoughts. I just want to give out all the facts there. So he gets the extension. He gets 100000 more than Calipari. I can't imagine that would make him very happy. Uh, and then yesterday, though, I thought it was all going to come to a screaming halt because he almost had a brain aneurysm on that field. Heart attack. I've never seen him as mad as what I saw him yesterday. What was going – his head was about to explode. I don't even remember what the call was, and we said it at the time. Obviously, through practices and in the games, the fans see it all the time. He is an angry man sometimes. He is extremely red in the face. He absolutely loses his mind. That is easily the angriest I have ever seen him. Ever. I don't even know what he was angry about either. So we've seen two unbelievable meltdowns recently from him. And I love it, by the way. I'm all for it. I want him to one day just rip the head off. But, oh, here we go. Oh, here's Look it. at him. 
Hold on. Gee, he looks good in the black too. Here oh, oh hold back. Look at him strutting. He's just patiently waiting. Throw it, patiently throw it. waiting. Jeez, there's, a, there's not a whole lot of people that know what's going on on that sideline. That one, there he goes. Oh. He even pushed his brother. <laughs> Miles, do you think you could do a voiceover of what he was saying here? It would not be appropriate. It would not be appropriate at all, no. One thing I love about him, this is what I love, and this is what I loved yesterday about him, is even though, like, it's almost like a calculated anger, though, because you see how angry he is there, and he looks like he's lost control, but he still keeps his head on enough where he's like, I'll be the angry one. You guys get back to coaching. Like, he moved his brother out of the way. He told Vince to move. He got Brad White out of the way. He's like, no, nah, I'll take the bullet here. I'll just be the angry one. I think the best thing for that there, too, is if you, as we're watching the clip, before he goes off, he's waiting for the wrath. He's not angry at all. He's saving up every bit of, like, energy he has to just completely go on a tantrum. I love it. I, I forget what the call was, but, oh, my, here he goes again. <laughs> Round two. One you of the greatest. Guys, the call, the call was uh, there was a uh, pass that Will threw on third down. It looked like the receiver got knocked down. Correct. That's right. That's it. Yeah. I'd love to hear the audio of this, Miles. It would be unbelievable. Look at him. That is, like you're saying, that's the best thing is as the game's still going on, everybody's getting the calls in, they're getting the subs in. He's barely watching the game. It, yeah. All of his energy is just yelling directly at the guy. His, uh, <laughs> it literally, it's like, yell, take a playoff, yell again, then a play, then hey, yell again. I want to give people a little bit of insight too. And this is, Miles, you can disagree, but I'm, I mean, you were at the same practice as me. He, at practice, is the most calm, relaxed, stand away, let the coordinators handle practice of all time. I've never seen him once in a meeting I've never seen him once at a practice even get close to this. Like, no, I've never seen it. He got one time he got angry at boss man fat, I think. But I've never seen this. And then on Saturdays, it's just like he loses his mind. There was one year once, and I forget if it was with Terry or with Steven Johnson, where one of the scout guys in practice on defense nearly hit him and actually brought him to the ground. And that's the close second because he nearly lost. Look at him again. Oh my! <laughs> this is like when they forget to put the cream in his coffee at Starbucks, and he's like, "How many times do we have to go through this?" Yeah, could you imagine being his son and handing in your report card, and you've got all C's this semester? I would not want to be in his way. <laughs> I love this as well because, as much as we joke, I don't know what he thinks is going to change. Like, I don't think that they're bringing back that. I don't think they're going to bring back the play call. And go, uh, you know what? Actually, we, we we'll give you that one back. They're not no, but I do think there is a little bit of gamesmanship of they do get nervous to make a call against us. <laughs> actually, because they're like, if we do this, he's going to go off again. Oh, like maybe man. let a holding go here or there that they probably wouldn't, just so they don't have to get another five minutes of that in their ear. All right, Miles. Um, let's. <laughs> This is an unbelievably good. I could watch it all day. It's, so, it it's the best day. documentary. There's a man that's a little bit less angry. We'll get away from the football for a second. You may have a football question. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't make up these questions. I let you think about it. 
we lost Brent Wainscott, so now you're in charge. There is a man, Dick Gabriel, is an absolute star of the sports media. He asks a lot of hard questions. We love Dick. Give us the hard Dick question of the week. The Dick Gabriel question of the week. With all the turmoil, turmoil, turnover, everything going on, who is the fourth playoff spot? Well, actually, who's your four? Wow. So we saw Tennessee lose last night. Tennessee went down. Ohio State nearly lost. Michigan nearly lost. I know that's whatever close. But, yeah, you just saw almost a disaster yesterday. USC wins in a close one versus UCLA. TCU barely hangs on by a point. I'm going to say that it's going to be Georgia. Yeah. I'm going to say the winner of Michigan, Ohio State, obviously. I think the, if it's within three points or six points, then I think you'll see the loser of that game also make it. Okay. And my fourth team, and they're going to get murdered, but my fourth team is just TCU is going to go through undefeated and they're going to make it. And it's not going to be good for anything because they're going to lose by like 40 in the playoffs. But that's my team. TCU. I think they go through undefeated. What about you? I think it's USC. And they will also get destroyed because I don't think they've got the defense to hold up at all. They've but, already lost the game, though, right? Yeah, but if they win their conference championship, they'll be 12-1. and one. And I think TCU drops one. The rant, though, I'm doing my two-minute Oh, rant yeah, this is I, why I wanted you to lead into it. You do your rant. I like it when you get these rants. Go. Every year this time, each fan base on Twitter – is going through presenting its case as to why they should be in the playoff and someone else shouldn't. And they cherry pick the dumbest stats you've ever heard. It'll be like, well, I guess Tennessee, not now, but Tennessee will be like, did you know the first half of the season, the opponent's punting average that we faced best in the country. How about that? What about, (laughs) what about the strength of schedule we had in on weekdays in November when we didn't play? It's like, no one cares. Just win your games and you're in. If you lose, you're out. Now Tennessee's definitely out with two losses. But it's every single year, every fan base starts arguing with each other. Just win your games. Don't cherry pick stats. And then like Georgia, Georgia's probably going to be 13-0 SEC champs. You don't see them cherry picking stats. They don't have to. Go win your games and then you're in. Yeah, if you're a team that lost early in the year, your argument is, well, we lost when it was warm weather. It's not going to be warm weather in the playoffs. So we've got the best schedule, actually, strength of schedule when it's cold. Um, I saw some. I saw a stat, though, yesterday, Miles. This surprised me. Georgia is the first team to have back-to-back. There's only been three teams, I believe, that have gone back-to-back undefeated during the regular season. They just did it again yesterday. Uh, oh, sorry, with conference play, with conference play. So they have, obviously, Georgia Tech next week. Yes. Yeah. Conference. And they're the first team, only three SEC teams have ever gone back-to-back seasons without losing a conference game. Three in a row? Two seasons. There's three teams that have ever done it twice in yes. back-to-back years. Yep. That's impressive. They'll probably do it next year. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would have thought so. Are they, do they have a? If they win it again this year, do they have a case for the best team of all time? This year, like to go back to back. I mean, to me, best teams one year at a time, though. Okay. I don't think I don't think you could say with like how they played against Missouri. We'll see how they go in the playoffs, but I don't think you would say that this year's team was as dominant as last year's. I think the result yesterday kind of showed that too, honestly. Yeah. Do you, couldn't they be beaten? Uh yes. So if you had to put money on a team in the playoffs, you asked me for my four. 
Can would you would still be on Georgia or is it on someone else? No, Ohio State. Ohio State is your Ohio pick. State. Ohio State. They're very good. The Buckeyes. Them. No, the ones in. Yes, them. The Buckeyes. That's my pick. We had some big dogs this week. Seeing as we're talking about picks, Chuck's was one of the worst picks I've ever seen in my life. Let me go to it. He had Boston College Miles. And he, no wonder he hasn't turned up again on a Sunday. Let me have a look at this score. Boston College. The Eagles. Let me scroll through and find this one. Where is it? Who did they play? Notre Dame, I think. Boston College. I normally have this written down. I couldn't find my pen today. I apologize. 44 to zero. Didn't even score. 44 to zero. That's why he's not on here. The next time I see him, he is catching it for sure. That's embarrassing. Now, I can't say much. Miami didn't play much better versus Clemson, but they Miami at least scored. 40. Yep. They at least scored. Uh, I want to give myself a pat on the back. My honorable, Go ahead. Mention, my honorable mention, Georgia Tech. I said UNC is not good enough football team to only lose one game. They will lose one. They lost to Georgia Tech at 21-point underdogs. So I hope someone took that. My other one, uh, not so good. They were winning. We gave up the last two touchdowns of the game, ended up losing. That was UConn against Army. They ended up going down by 17 points. UConn. It was close. Miles, um, let me get to some Twitter questions here. You can read out that one that's in the comment section if you'd like to while I pull these up. Uh, let's see. Um. Here we go. You got it? What question? I got Do you it. have I got any it. friends in Australia you can call up here for our kicking game? James Dockery. <laughs> well, we've already got Wilson Berry, and I don't say. think we'd be any good at kicking field goals, although we're about to see in the World Cup. Maybe we could pluck a striker out of the Australian national team or something, Miles. All right, Miles, here we go. Settles. Percentage chance Scangarello makes it on the podcast before Brett slash Brent is allowed to return. 90. I say 100 because Brett will, Brett slash Brent will never be allowed to return. So as long as he makes it, he, he's got 20 to 25 years, Miles, to try and make it. That's before. true. Brent will not be back. The best thing about that is Brent did give us a little dig yesterday when we saw him of he's just saying they are 0-2 once he's left. Well, I, I was just about to bring it up. In the comment section, oh, what's this one? I was hanging out with a guy who's not a huge football fan but knows the game a bit. Literally every play we made, I could mention a freshman who was involved. What do we do to keep all of these guys, Miles? Pay them. <laughs> I don't, I'm like, you have to. I mean, that it's is going to turn into a bit like if, if somebody comes and offers Barry on Brown 500K to go play for him, like he would be dumb to not take that. Yeah. And hey. we, we're going to have to, I mean, we're going to be able to, I think we'll keep a lot of them, uh, particularly yeah. with that effort yesterday. I think that restore, and that's what we want to see. That restores the faith. Hey, we're within 10 points of the best team in the country. Like to stick around, we're all going to be a year older, a year better the next year. Like um, Walker on the defensive line. I thought I thought without Square and Jacquez Jones yesterday, the inside linebackers were great and yep. they're young guys as well. Um, we've got obviously a very young O line. Now we'll go to the portal to bring in some, but they'll also be a, a bit a bigger, a year better. I mean, you look at Luke Porter, he never start he ended up being a third round draft pick, 
He never even started on the O-line. He served three years, I think, in college. So some of these guys are going to come along as well as going to the portal. Um, here's the Brent Wayne Scott question. He wrote in and asked us a question, which is nice. Okay. Zero and two since Brent's been off the podcast. Is there is this a concern going forward? No. No, it's not. <laughs> no. Henry C responded to him and said, I don't think so. They're just a little banged up. <laughs> <laughs> um Henry C has a question though. There was a big difference in play calling and pace from the first three quarters and the last quarter. Shouldn't we just start playing like we, we're down two scores from now on? We are just so much better when we go north-south um, more than our lateral plays. And that's what was so crazy to me is that you would think that once Georgia got up the way they did, that they could have just played kind of over-the-top defense and keep everything in front of them, and we were still hitting those shots. I was impressed that we could do that despite being down. But yeah, I'm with whoever said that. I'm with them. Let's come out hey. the next game and do that. I think it's so easy, though, to see that happen and just go, that's what we should have done. When going into the game, all of us would have said, we've allowed the most sacks in college football. This is going to be the best D-line in the country. And Will Levis is not playing at a super high level right now. The last thing we want to do would just be air it out and leave him open to just get sack after sack after sack. So I understand why we do it when we're two scores down. But to say that that was going to be a good way to start the game, I don't think you could have gone into the game thinking that would be a good way. Really liked that on first down, we kind of just handed it to Chris. We seemed to run the ball every single time. Get us. Obviously, Chris has had an impeccable record of being able to get some sort of yards and very rarely getting tackled for a loss. I think to just get us moving the chains a little bit, get it, you know, it's not second and 15. It's always, you know, second and eight, second and seven, second and six, whatever it could be, then gave us better chance to be successful from there. So I would push back on that just a little bit. We were definitely on a better schedule yesterday than we have been this year. And the huge negative plays that we've had weren't there yesterday. I don't know if that's... I think it is more Chris running it, I guess. But even on the pass plays that we had, it seemed like Will was making quicker decisions of either I'm getting this out or I'm throwing it away and I'm not taking sacks all day against Georgia. Uh, our good friend, Adam Banks. For those of you that have not listened to the Adam Banks episode, he is possibly the biggest Mark Stoops hater in the world. I would love to get Stoops in the fired up mood that he was on Saturday and sit him down next to Adam Banks and just give him a piece of his mind. But Adam likes to chime in every now and then when Scoops loses or we lose games, and he's he's probably the only man in Lexington who's happy. He gives us a little sarcastic question here, Miles. Do you think Stoops will get another raise slash extension if he keeps the score close against Alabama next year? I didn't know we played Bama next year. We do. Um, I mean, the joke's funny, but it'll be interesting to see because I think it'll be a similar test to George. I expect him to be top five-ish again, as they always are. Um, the last time we played him was, what, 63-3? to three? Yeah, and we were yeah, up 3-0. Like, you've got to show some promise that you're closing the gap towards the top, and I feel like we did that Saturday, but hopefully we do next year. And then I'd give him a lifetime contract if I he keeps him. it close. I love him. I love yes. him. Yes. Um, Adam Russell says, if UK can pay Stoops the big bucks, why can't we afford a special things coordinator and a top-tier OC? Well, first of all, Adam... I agree, and I said at the start of the show, I think we're going to get a special teams coordinator. We have to. We're going to spend the money. We're going to go find someone. And knowing Stoops, he's going to have a very deep dive into who could possibly be the best at college level, because we, and we're going to pay probably overs for that. 
I would push back that we thought we had a top tier OC and he still might be. Miles, if we play like we did yesterday, I know we scored six points. I understand that. But it was a will turnover. It was a we missed it a fourth and one. We only fourth had three positions. Then we score. We should have kicked a field goal. We almost scored again. We had to turn it over again on downs, trying to just score. I thought he was great yesterday. I thought I liked it. I, 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 again, I've been on the Scangarella train all year as like the only person that thinks he's done a decent job the majority of the year. I don't think anyone would say that he's been great on a few games, specifically Tennessee, and even last week against Vandy wasn't great. But overall, I don't think, given what the O-line and what Will's been able to do this year, I don't think it's all on Scangarello, and I thought he had a really good plan yesterday. Um, Riggs, 0-1-1-1. Miles, you can answer this because I will not. Why is Max so much more insightful, level-headed, and practical when on KSR? I don't know if he means in comparison to this show or my life in general, but why do you think that is? They're saying when you do KSR? I guess. I don't know. Does he mean more insightful than this show or more insightful than the other people on KSR? I don't know. I'm very confused now. If he could clarify that, we'd love it. You're an educated man. Brian Frick, constant uh, writer to us. Um, Charles isn't here, so I'll just ask the question without the Charles part. Explain what happened in the opening kickoff sequence of yesterday. I'm still confused by it. So did you say, were you in the game at time? I know you went to the game. Did you miss the very start? I wasn't in there until probably like literally the second or third play. Okay. So for those, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably saw it, but I'll just go through it again. They kicked off. Barry on Brown went to retrieve I don't know yeah. if he was actually calling fair catch or if he that was just kind of his running motion as if he was getting his hands in position to catch it. So they called fair catch. When you drop a fair catch... Where you pick it up from is where you get it. If you catch the fair catch, then it goes out to the 25. Yep. But if you drop it, you get it from where you pick it up. So he dropped it, picked it up at the four. They decided that he'd given the fair catch signal. I still don't know if he actually did or not. It was very hard to tell whether he just went to catch it and like that's what moved his hands up or whether he was actually calling fair catch. Um, but yeah, he dropped it, picked it up at the four, and that's why we started there. And that was uh, when that happened, I was like, oh, here we go. This could be a long day, but no, it was great. Well, that and then what was it later in the game? I think it was 90. Was it a 99 yard drive where we scored the touchdown? Yes. I mean, we literally moved the ball the entire field on probably the best top 10 defense in the country. Robbie Baldwin, PGA, says, Why did we decide to run the QB versus UGA and nobody else this season? I saw in Scangarello's interview something about that Will's healthier now and that his foot's better. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know if I buy that as the like main reason. I think it's obviously hurt him, but I don't even feel like before the turf toe stuff, we were running it much to begin the year with him. I, why we did it yesterday, maybe we were saving it up all year just for yesterday, which I respect if you've kept it in the back of the playbook for 10 weeks now. Um, obviously, Georgia wasn't really prepared for it much because they hadn't seen it on film this year. Um, I would say, and this is not, no, I have no idea. I have no idea what the actual decision was. My thinking would be, we were embarrassed last week against Vandy and people talked about Will not running football. And like I said, when you get your criticism, you have to take it if you want some pats on the back. He gets his pat on the back this week because I feel like he would have just said, hey, he's a competitor like we talk about. I'm running the ball this week. It doesn't matter. We're playing Georgia. I want us to win. I'm a competitor. I'm had enough of people saying I'm not running it. 
We just got embarrassed against Vandy with me not being able to run the ball this week. I'm doing it regardless, whether I'm hurt, indifferent. And that's why, again, he gets his pat on the back this week because that was awesome. It was awesome to see him do that and make that decision and put his body on the line. He definitely looked like the last year Will Levis, if that yep. makes any sense, which was good to see. Um, EBO and backwards says, can we get some pin it deep, Miles, sprinkled in occasionally in the offseason? It's one of the best podcasts. It's a crime against humanity that it isn't a little bit – uh, there isn't a little bit of it year round. I know we don't have Zan Payne anymore, but maybe you and Miles could do it. A do Fiero watch or cover some basketball. I'd be down to do some basketball. Or that who was it earlier said that you're very insightful on KSR. I'd like to just sit down and just do some life advice with Max Duffy. We're going to do some life, you think? Yeah, I'd like to hear just your thoughts on just all of life, marriage, love, kids. Oh. The okay. work, like getting a job. I just, so there's some key life moments that I want to hear your thoughts on. You didn't like the uh, tweet out about the wedding and the engagement and the kids. I liked it. That's what I think more, more opinions like that need to be shared. And you need to explain your logic as to why. Well, okay. Explain that for the people that haven't seen it yet. Okay. So for the people that didn't see it, I know this is a slightly unpopular opinion. Said something along the lines of to the people that, feel the need to share their engagement, wedding, and kid photos every single second of the day, no one cares. You're allowed one. One wedding, one engagement, one baby photo. And as me and you have discussed before, Miles, as well, the baby photo is one. So if you want to post a photo of them at six months, that is it. Never again in their life. Never. If you want to wait till they're 18, wait till they're 18. You get one. One photo, that is it. I like the strictness. I'm not as much on that train. I think you can post it maybe multiple times. I'm not on the, like, um, whatever. It'll be, like, happy 377 days since I got married last or something. It's like, we get it. You got married. It's great to see that. You can do it every year. It's called an anniversary. You yep. don't get to post happy wedding a thousand times a week. No, and just find excuses to do it. Someone, Cats fan in Ohio, says, how difficult was it for Chance to even get the ball upright after catching it off the bounce? I was impressed, laces out or not. I mean, hold wasn't great, obviously. Uh, just to get the ball down was pretty impressive. But, I mean, Ruffalo had no chance on that. Absolutely not. Yeah, I would say... The whole operation has been a disaster this year, and I'm not getting back into it. I was going to say, yeah, it's just been unfortunate. But, um, I mean, you and I had, you and I had about an hour-long debate uh, after some beverages last night about whether or not Ruffalo has been good for his career. Correct. You say no. No. I say yes. BMAC, is it time for Soups to step away from making overall decisions of how the offense plays are called? Is, is it time to speed up the game slash offense and try to utilize our talents? Dukes loves the ground and pound game, and it's won us a ton of games, but can't, it can't get us to an SEC championship game. Well, okay. If the, if the question's asking more coordinator hire-wise, maybe. I don't think, though, that he's going to Skangarello and being like, we're running it this week and playing defense. I just think that's what Skangarello's like offense is. I think that's how he, he runs it. If you remember this, Miles, and I think um, kind of the O-line has been the deciding factor in this. If you remember at the start of the year, we were getting 
to the goal line, basically, and still wanting to throw the ball. Yes. Will's level of play with in combination with our inability to be able to hold on any blocks and we've given up so many sacks has mean we've gone away from throwing the ball a lot. It, uh, the feedback during the fall camp was Scangarello loves throwing the ball more than anyone I've ever seen, even though it's an NFL offense. He will throw it on the goal line type thing. Like, he's not even going to hand it off then. So I think the combination of Will's play plus our ability to protect him has been the reason why we haven't thrown him. Well, that, and I think with it, I mean, not that this is a big factor, but I think it plays a good bit into it. Will being able to run yesterday, and it's not like – quarterback up the middle getting slammed it's like third and five can we throw it and if nothing's open he can run for six and get us that that option hasn't been there this year so well after the opening weeks it's been taken away so i think having that back helped us throw more as well zabalon vance phd in brackets or parentheses as the americans like to say it parody says paper or plastic paper what bag not sure just paper or plastic i'll go paper I'll go, I'll save the earth too. I'll go paper. Miles, I feel like you're going to think I'm writing all these in today, but I am not. Phil Roberts. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And this is actually on the line next week. So you better believe I'll be rooting the cats on so hard. How is Max Duffy so smart at predicting UK football outcomes and how is he so good at doing the KSR Sports Radio post-game show after the basketball game? In all seriousness, Max is them who's being underutilized. Miles, if we take down, and I'm not happy about this, but if we take down the Louisville Cardinals next week, seven and five was someone's prediction at the start of the season, it will end seven and five. It's been pretty impressive. I hate that you've been right. Not even because I think... You would say I hate it because I wish we had been more successful. No, I just hate it because you get to gloat. That's what I don't, I don't like. You get your little smirk and you strut around and you feel good about it. And I don't like it. All right. In all seriousness, obviously, we've got the pregame show coming up from where we're going to get a bit more into Louisville. How confident are you? Very. Like what? How? Like you think we win 30, 40 points? Mm, As I wouldn't say friends? that big. I'd say it's like a um, – 28 to 3, like just another defensive clinic from Brad White. Okay. I like that. I like that. We'll get more into it, like I said, in, in further yep. in the week, but I'm also very confident. Let's uh let's talk some less football. There were some very serious questions there, Miles, that we had to give some very serious answers to. I'd like to mix it up a little bit, get a little bit more lighthearted here with the show, like we try to do. There is a man, and he covers a whole lot of high school sports. He's an awesome, awesome man. I've Went been on a chili contest with him. Uh, he's Boyle County Rebels won on Friday night, took down the Lexington Catholic Knights. Larry Vaught, he's an obscure man. You have an obscure question for us, Miles. I do. I think last week's it was about the World Cup and who your team was. World Cup, I think, started this morning. Yep. Maybe Ecuador's the first game. Uh, yep. Yep. Um, we'll stick with the soccer. Okay. Very big announcement from Qatar. How do you say it? Qatar, Qatar. Uh, 
Couture, yeah. good, good to see that you, you know, you've got the worldly interests again. Yeah, so, I like right. to have that in mind. Yeah. No alcohol at the game. You saw this, didn't you? Only yeah. in the suites. They're doing the Mitch Barnhart UK football policy. Yeah. If you are in charge of the World Cup, what is one rule change that you would make? It can be it can be in the game or like a stadium rule or anything like that. I've always thought that soccer would be so much better if there was just no offside. Like, I just would love to see more goals. So just get rid of offside. Two balls on the field at once. That's what I would do. That's what I would do. Two? Hey, while we're on this, right, by the way, because you just mentioned it, um, and you you didn't even know how to say Qatar. Um, here's a, here's a statement that you said yesterday, and I want to continue. Uh, this is my one gripe as an Australian about Americans is you are very, very insular sometimes in thinking that you're the only country that exists. Matt Jones said to me yesterday, and you said, I could, I could understand that. He said it was very surprising that 85% of Twitter users aren't from America. And I said, what do you mean? There's 8 billion people in the world and there's only 320 million that live in America. How would you think that there would be more than that? I don't know. I'll be honest. That, that was on me. I try to limit my dumb moments as a human. That was a dumb one. <laughs> I'll put my hand up. I'll accept it. To think that maybe, I don't know, an Asian country that has billion something people wouldn't use Twitter, maybe dumb. <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious. Um, that's basically all we've got this week, Miles. Very short and sharp. When we don't have a lot to gripe about, I love it. I love the effort from the football team. I loved our, I loved our passion. I loved how we played. Again, you're getting the pats on the back this week. Coach Stoops with his beautiful tirade. Will Levis with his ability to get back to running the ball and really leading from the front. Again, a couple of mistakes, but he was great. Our O-line gets a massive pat on the back after losing horses before the game even starts. Great effort. Barry on Brown with one of the just Houdini comebacks out of nowhere after having negative one yards last week. Plays the game of his life against the best defense and shows how he's going to be a first-round wide receiver pick in the NFL draft. We had the defense and Brad White just continue on their merry way after a disappointment week last week, keeping Georgia to one offensive touchdown when they've got probably the three best tight ends in the country. Stetson Bennett, the fourth, who's had three Bennett's before him, that he, that's three Stetson Bennett's before him, that he's been able to learn and, you know, grow and, you know, get better and better and better. And we just kept him out, Miles. I loved our football team this week. I loved – I hope they can do that every week. And it shows – and when you play Vandy and you get embarrassed and in life in general, sometimes you need some things to go wrong and a big wake-up call to get you back on track. Last week, I feel like, was the lowest point for UK football in at least five or six years. I feel like we're back on track after this week. I know that's crazy to say after a loss. I feel like Stoops has quickly got the ship going back in the right direction. If I, It's not true that it was good to lose. But Stoops is here. He ain't going anywhere. We weren't going to win the SEC championship game this year. We got a lot of young guys on the team. If that taught them some valuable lessons last week about preparation, about effort, about not wanting to cop criticism every single week and having people on Twitter and podcasts like us talk badly about you, and it sets us up for better individuals, better style of play, more commitment next year when we make a big run at it, then I'm all for that. What I'm excited for in the future as well is like you were saying earlier, it seems like Stoops is 
big key has been he's been great at developing the talent over years. Luke Fortner, Jamin Davis, you've got guys that late Josh Allen were late bloomers and showed up and it was like they were whatever stars in high school ended up being superstars the last year here. You've already got superstars that are young now. He never hasn't never has never really had that before. If he can continue to develop these guys the way that he has the past ones, I mean Varian Brown could leave here being UK's best all-time receiver. That's not crazy to say. I mean, look, next year's our year, right? We've got basically the entire O-line returning, which some people will say that's bad, but they're going to be a year better. We're going to get a couple in the transfer portal. Yep. We're going to get, hopefully, two freshman wide receivers that may be the best wide receivers we've had in forever. And they're back next year. We've got two young tight ends, Dingle and Caddis, that return. We probably can return Cummings or Keaton up for with the way that uh, COVID years happen. They're going to be back. Our defense, we're going to lose DeAndre Square and Jarquez Jones. But we saw yesterday we can compete without those guys. They're awesome and we want them. We can compete without them. The key is obviously going to be getting kicker. Kicker. Oh, oh, I was going to go kicker. I thought that's where you were headed. Quarterback and kicker are going to be the two positions we need to fill. I mean, that's, those are obviously two very important positions, but I'm with you. It seems like all the other pieces are going to be coming back. I would assume we'll hit the transfer portal for quarterback, you think? This is going to be the one thing that I am worried about next year, and we're not going to get into pre-2023 predictions before the season even has finished. Uh, depending on what we do in transfer portal, I'm going to be very worried about our run game next year. The run we game? Lose an, we lose an all-timer. Yeah. I don't – yeah. I mean, he's been the tried and true third and one. We know we've got it, and it's not going to be there anymore, Which and it concerns me. And I just like Chris as a person, which makes me sad to see him go. Absolute stud. And, hey, can I say, Chris, engaged. You wouldn't have even seen it on social media. That's what I want. That's what I need, Miles. That's the kind of person that we're after. How about the run he had yesterday where they, I think they stopped him probably five yards in or so, and then it ended up being like a 12-yard run. He just carried them. He almost went an entire quarter carrying them. It's unbelievable. Uh, we can't say enough nice things about him. But, Miles, unless you've got anything else, me and you are about to hang out, maybe eat some food, uh, get hydrated, and watch these late-night NFL games. Are we cuddling up tonight or no? We'll see. It's how awfully cold outside. It's cold. It is awfully cold. cold. Um. Very quickly, for those of you that have young kids, the University of Kentucky football team has been struggling a lot with kicking. There is a kicking program that is run every second week. And during the spring and the summer, it will be run weekly. Myself and Grant McInnes run Kicking MD, which can be Kicking Max Duffy. It can be Kicking Maximum Development. It can be Kicking McInnes Duffy. It can be any way you want it to be, Miles. We are the Kicking Doctors. We had a great turnout again this morning. We've been getting kids from all over the county, all over the state. We've even been getting some out-of-staters from Tennessee, some coming down from Ohio. Get your kid enrolled in these kicking camps and get them on the University of Kentucky football team so we can get back to making kicks. KickingMD.com, Miles, you've been down to a session. We offer punting, kicking, snapping, anything you want in the special teams game. There's going to be uh, services provided all throughout the spring and summer and whenever we can get on during this winter too. 
I can't recommend it highly enough. I think we coach very well, Miles. Get your kids involved. You're motivating me right now. Now, it may take nine months or so, but I kind of want to go have a kid now and put him in the camp. I you, guess I, I could adopt. That could be a quicker solution. You have been down to a few sessions, and I think yep. you even got better. <laughs> I didn't kick in any of the sessions, but, yeah, I came by and uh, worked a sweat up while I watched you all do it. But, yeah, I could. the kids that are coming to the TAMPS are getting a lot better as well. So, yeah, make your way to kickingmd.com for all your kicking specialist needs. We know we need it in the state of Kentucky right now, so make sure you come down. Miles, it's been good. Uh, it hasn't been great. We had another losing team, but it has been good. I'll see you on Thursday, probably with Charles Walker back. We'll do yeah. our Louisville preview game. We've got the rivalry week coming up. It's I'm actually so excited for this week. It's going to actually be awesome. It's the first time in a long time where we've gone up against Louisville and we think the game might be close. They knocked off NC State yesterday, who's a ranked opponent. So we've got a serious, serious challenge coming up. But we'll get to that on Thursday, Miles. It's been good. It hasn't been great. We'll see you guys later. Any Thanksgiving plans? Uh, I might be heading down to the city of Paducah, Kentucky, where you are for Thanksgiving. But wow. What about wow. you? Can you, yeah, I'll also be in Paducah. Can you imagine my dad listening to this right now and being like, oh God, <laughs> I had no idea he's coming. <laughs> so get that room ready for me, Dan. Get that bed made. I'm coming to Paducah, Kentucky. Wow. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Miles. Thanks. Thanks. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.